0: Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business.
1: We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned and purpose, grow businesses that create impact and live the lives we work so hard for.
0: Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. We are here today with episode number 53, 53 titled Do This, Not That, How You Communicate With People Builds Your Brand. Okay, so we're talking about personal brands. Corey loves talking about brands. She's just talking about brands favorite. all day. So your personal brand, this is where we're going to be digging into how you communicate with your clients, create incredible client experiences, like you're, you're, how you're talking to people, right? And And doing so within your brand. So your personal brand is what people say about you um, when you're in the room, your personal brand and your professional persona. Here's the question is, do they need to be the same? You are your brand, how you communicate with others in your everyday life when working with clients, other industry individuals and online. I'm going to be honest. It should all be the same. That is your brand. You won't be able to say, wow, you're exactly who you are online as you are in person. So it's really going to come down to how you communicate that that's going to build your brand. So we want to take a look at communication styles just a little bit and figure out ways that you might be hurting your business instead of helping it.
1: Absolutely, and can we just say as an overarching umbrella for all of this, especially when it comes to branding professionally, but also when it comes to personal branding, be a kind human. Treat others oh, the way that please. you want to be treated. And guess what? So many of the business complications and like all the, the junk that you have to deal with, it magically disappears because when you are a good human and you build your brand on that um, as an overarching theme or under that umbrella, it takes care of so much of the crap that, that a lot of people have to deal with. Um, so we just want to say first and foremost, be a good human. Right. Which, okay.
0: We shouldn't have to explain what that is, but I feel like maybe let's talk about it a <laughs> we little. We need to define we, that. Dig in. we do. <laughs> so because it's gonna, it may mean things different than other people. I will it tell you, and this is my own personal hell um, is that I have this tendency to wear guilt. Uh, way more often than I need to. Mm -hmm. I think about every single thing that comes out of my mouth, every single thing that I post online, every single action that I take, and how it's going to affect other people. Now, for some people, that would feel suffocating. For me, I've just gotten used to it.
1: No, so- Don't should all over yourself, Melissa. Right.
0: That's right. But it's more that I want to filter the words I'm saying and how I'm saying them in a manner that's going to feel kind and welcoming to everybody instead of- condemning and like argumentative and so you know that for me being a good human means like watching out for how my words and actions are going to impact other people for some people that might mean you need to be really generous for some people it may mean so so we know that that can mean something for other people what we're talking about is be decent don't be right trifling don't
1: trifle don't don't be be trifling no and and so so we're going to go actually through four things of in the vein of today's episode of do this and not that we're going to share four things that you should not do in your communication so here's the very first one self-deprecation oh i love self-deprecation it's so fun I mean, listen, it can be funny. It can be funny yes, you yes. know, when it's done right, but it also can just kind of be plain uncomfortable when it's repeated too often. And, and when your brand becomes your insults to yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important, very, very important that while some of us do take a self-deprecating approach to life and business and all the things, because that's just like, that's who you are. <laughs> that's the funny part. When you have that as part of your, like a common theme or a thread that runs through your business, um, it's not, it's not always a good thing.
0: Right. No, I I mean, kind of like how Corey and I will joke around about, us being old or we'll joke around about Corey having diarrhea or
1: (laughs) really, really. I think it's a game you play. It is a game. I I had a protein shake that made my belly rumble one time and she ain't going to let it go. No, I'm not going to let it go because we
0: almost a year I'm clinging to it like ranch is what I'm saying. Uh, uh, uh. No, but, but we'll, we will, both of us because we are very funny human beings comedy is our therapy. Um, because, because we, you can you can kind of master the art form of self-deprecation, but when it comes down to it, like we really actually believe in what we're doing. And so here, here here's kind of the caveat is that if you build a brand that is built specifically solely on self-deprecation, like you trying to elevate your clients, but instead tearing your own self down in the process, it really can, um, can be detrimental to your brand. And so like The big question is, and the reason that you shouldn't do this is because why would your clients believe in you if you don't even believe in you? Amen. I I told Corey the story of of a guy I dated in college. Um, There were a lot of red flags, ladies. Just (laughs) look for those. Watch for the red flags. I'm teaching
1: my children this now.
0: Whoa, whoa. But I remember sitting down to dinner with his parents. And his mom just went on and on and on about how dumb he was and how lazy he was and how he didn't do anything and he didn't have any motivation. And I was just, I remember sitting there being like, oh my gosh, like, does she want me to date him or is she trying to warn <laughs> me? Like, what do I do? And I felt so bad for him, but I was thinking about, and because all he had become accustomed to doing was just, yep, agreeing with her. Yep, yep, yep. And I thought about it and I'm like, man, like, you don't seem like you even think that you're that good of a catch. So- I'm out. But I think we just have to be really careful because we do want our clients to believe that we're proficient in how we can serve them. And if we're just self-deprecating all the time, well, they're going to start buying it eventually.
1: Right. Well, and two, like if you're trying to set yourself up as the expert in any field that you are working in or wanting to serve in, especially in any kind of coaching or teaching capacity, that self-deprecation, can be very detrimental to the fact that you are not positioning yourself in a a um like a voice of authority or expertise in in the the concepts that you're wanting to teach and coach on so be very very careful because that right there can that style or form of communication can be very detrimental
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then the next thing is, this one's very important. I need you to, um, write this down in the Southern dictionary, uh, that you carry (laughs) in your pocket. Don't be a sasshole. Okay. That if you're grump in real life and a gem on the screen, disenchantment is just a big old letdown and it creates a huge disconnect.
1: Absolutely. And so this goes back to, and I love that word sasshole like don't be a sasshole I can feel like I can get away with saying a bad word <laughs> by saying sasshole. So it's just my favorite, but it goes back to being a kind human and being friendly and, and don't be a grump. Um, there's an example that I can think of personally that there's a local business owner who is constantly being sassy. Um, that is part of her shtick, but it's also not in a very good way when she airs kind of like their dirty laundry all over social media and her Facebook page, is included in that. And it just doesn't paint her in a very positive light. So just make sure that like, that doesn't make me want to shop in her uh, or buy from her in, in, in any way, because I'm just like, that's way too much information. That is way too sassy. And like if a customer comes in and is kind of sassy, um, she will blast that on social media. And I'm just like, Whoa, Nelly, uh-huh. you need to pull back on that because that can't while some people are, you know, standing on the sidelines clapping and enjoying that amount of drama that is being put out there, for others, it just doesn't paint a, a very doesn't paint you in a very good light. And I also feel like there's a little karma sometimes. <laughs> like what you put out in the world, Melissa and I definitely believe in this, what you put out in the world, you also get back. And so when you are a kind and caring human, which is what we teach our children and what we have coached on for decades, um just be a good person. And it definitely will come back to you. So, so tie mm-hmm. up the sass and don't do it. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and then heads up, like we are heading into an election year. Uh, bleh, 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 After right? well. Election no, season you. is the worst. I'm going to just vote for whoever's the youngest and we're going to call it good. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I'm like, can I put Alf down for all of these? And, and you have to be before you have to be 40 to understand who Alf is. Um, but but when you're when you are going into an area, especially on social media, when you're going into a time period where you know that communication can be volatile, um, especially it, depending on the platform you're on, like just don't engage in that stuff. I will tell you, Corey and I, from the very first retreat that we led, when we would get applications in for people who wanted to be a part of the retreat, one thing we would do is go look at social media. I am so old that social media was not invented when I started using the internet Amen. and um, that I remember when teachers were getting fired because there were be pictures of them like at spring break having a glass of wine mm-hmm. right on yes. on the internet and people were like no people cannot know that teachers drink now obviously it's a different time now. Yeah. Cause because you need, you need to drink deep sometimes. I know Now people are bringing wine as like, you know, the thank you end of year gift. Exciting. i take it several of those. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> great. But that's right. But, but what you put on the internet, what you show up as, uh, from the front facing forward facing part of your business is what people are going to associate with your brand. And so when you are, I don't know this is kind of a rant about voting season, but when you're, when you're endorsing a candidate, when you're endorsing someone, just know that everything that that person does then reflects on you and that then associates and ties your brand to it forever. Even if they change their mind, it makes it really difficult for you to unattach once you've attached. And so when it comes to anything political, when it comes to anything like crazy, that's super trendy and like, well, I mean, it just... Just be careful, is what we're saying, because right. it can it can get tricky. So yeah,
1: hundred percent. Okay, so the next um point that we want to make, if you know, don't do this, do this, is the "woe is me" syndrome. Oh, Basically, that boils down to telling all your problems and vulnerabilities while pointing fingers and being kind of like uncomfortable with your with your place as a perpetual victim. Like, yo, know, it ain't cute in life and it can be very downright repulsive in business. Um, it goes back again is to being an expert in your field or being a leader in in some way. And like whether it's your local network or whether it's an o- in an online space, but if you are dipping your toe into that woe is me pond, that that gets very tricky. And there's a difference here between being personable and bringing people along with you in your story. And also being um, the, the person that bad always happens to kind of like Charlie Brown syndrome, like womp, womp, womp. It's very damaging. Womp, womp. It's very damaging and it can prevent people from believing you have the capacity to serve them. And let me tell you, if people are paying you for a service, don't make them feel bad for hiring you. Yeah, um, for sure. It, it gets really tricky when you use social media as your, you know, woe is me, this is bad. And not that you can't share those bad things that happen to you, but you can share with vulnerability. But share it in the light of how you've overcome it, share the transformation story. I think a lot of times we hear that in, um, marketing and like online branding and that sort of thing is to get people connect with transformation stories because we all have our own transformation stories, but People don't need to maybe see you crying in the middle of it. Um, It's really great for you to share in a vulnerable way as you have come through to the other side. And you can then show, hey, this is how I crossed that bridge. This is how I made it through these hard times. Um, I know just as a quick example, you know, being a spouse whose husband was deployed to a war zone. I share about it now. From a place of we survived, we overcame, you know, we moved through it and this is how I did it. But in the middle of it, I wasn't crying on social media talking about how hard it was to have a husband in a war zone. Like that didn't mm-hmm. happen. Um, right. And and so that's one of those things that, that you have to be really tricky when you're showing vulnerability and transformation and that it it becomes more of a story of how you overcame it versus being in the depths of it
0: hundred percent. And I think it, that it is important for us to, uh, look at, look at examples that we see, uh, even today, I'm going to bring up a podcast that I ended up listening to with my kids on my way to Corey's house for one of our quarterly meetings, um, called Scamanda. And it was about the lady that faked, um, she faked having cancer, and it was the wildest story. Like she's in prison right now because she faked it and she stole a bunch of money from people. And it, but it was like every other day was a GoFundMe for something. Mm. And I know that that, I know that that is like a different case. She wasn't trying to promote her business. She kind of was because she had a blog and she made a lot of money off of it. But, um, you know, it, you just will tap people out emotionally when, it's perpetual. And it and it becomes, it's not that your burden is too big. Like we know people, we know people in business who have giant burdens, but it's kind of like when we talk about pricing for generosity, there is a big difference between gifting something to someone in your business because you want to, or you feel really called to mm-hmm. and gifting it to them because you feel like you don't have a choice. Um, and so I call that scratching scab syndrome. I made that up. So trademark emoji <laughs> trademark. goes here. <laughs> But it's like you ever been around somebody, and they'll be like, "I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it," and they are literally like scratching in the same spot on your arm at the same time to the point where now it burns, and now you're just annoying. And you just go, "Okay, fine." Like we don't we don't want people to hire us in that kind of capacity. So, just you know, don't. It's hard because I know that everybody struggles and goes through things, but there's a way to do it that is going to. Be vulnerable and bring people along without making them feel bad to have to pay you to do the job that they need you to do. I don't know. It can be. Right. A lot.
1: Well, and I think, too, you're looking, you just said something that made me think about this. When you are sharing something in an empowering way, if you have a hard story or a hard season that you have come through, I think that when you, sh- if you're sharing it to empower others, when you are sharing it to to help others, like I said before with that transformation, then I think that it could be a, it can be a great. Um, it can be a great thing to share, but when, like Melissa was saying, when it becomes a, I need you to pay me because I've got this bill, this bill, this bill, this bill, and this bill, it, it just gets you into some, it can get you into some treacherous waters when it comes to longevity in your business.
0: Right. Right. And that communicates a lot more than you may even realize. Okay. And then the last, like, don't do this and do this, um, is being unteachable and untouchable. Knowing more than everybody else and not reading the room when it comes to business relationships feels really offensive. And then also like treating people like a transaction instead of an appreciated supporter of your business. That communication that stops as soon as the buck stops, that just feels icky. It's not good.
1: We don't love that. Mm-mm. And I will say, too, talking about untouchable leaders, I, that's one of the reasons why the business reboot a big reason has become it. what it has become. Because we had been in so many situations for, I mean, decades um, where we had had really amazing leaders um, that poured into us, that coached with us, that we were a part of their masterminds. And we learned and gleaned so much. And we were like, gosh, we want to be those kind of leaders one day. And then there were other leaders that were very untouchable to where, like, you would come in and you they, they delivered the information that they deemed necessary for them to deliver, and then they walked away. And if you ever had a question, it was like, why are you bothering me? Like, why Oh yeah. Why are you tapping me on the shoulder? Like I, whether it was a in-person shoulder or a virtual shoulder, it was like, why? Like what, what I already, I already said what I need to say. And we, that was very hurtful. And so I know. Oh my it gosh, nice. it's the
0: worst. It's the worst.
1: We definitely were like, when we get to, the, to, to a place where we are hoping to impact the businesses of others with some of the things that we've learned and, and help people feel seen and feel heard as they are. Um, you know, climbing the ladder to, to business success and, and growth. We want to make sure that we are standing there with both hands out. Like, here, let me pull you up. Let me show you, you know, watch this step. Well, hold on. Get your leg up here. You can do it this way. Go around that way. Like we I want feel to... like you're referring to that time I had to climb in the back of that bus in Charleston. And I had to push your booty up. Yeah. I'm you had totally... to push my booty up. You I pushed did. my whole booty up. It was yep. big,
0: too. I, just That's what friend... I mean, it
1: was two hands. That's what friends do. <laughs> I mean, we just like <laughs> shove. We're just going to shove you up. But that really, that is how Melissa and I hope and pray and work really hard to, um, create content, to create our mastermind and our retreat and our coaching programs, um, to not ever be that untouchable leader. And so I think that as you are building out your own programs, as you are building out your own offers, when it comes to um, service or product-based businesses, be, be there, be available. It doesn't mean that you're answering emails at midnight because an email came through and I've got to be, you know, I don't want to be untouchable. I need to answer this. No, you don't. You need to have boundaries and, and to be clear is to be kind. We agree and believe in all of that, but also we believe in treating people with kindness and respect and love.
0: Right. I love that. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed your walk or your coffee or, you know, whatever you are cutting the grass. I don't know whatever you're doing right now while you're (laughs) listening to this, but um, we are loving digging into communication and it's going to be just a really good month. This is what we're going to be talking about. And next week's episode is going to be a little surprise, a little bit of a caveat from the communication, but um, it's going to be a big one. So come back. And we will see you then on the next episode of the Business Reboot Podcast.